Good morning and thanks for listening in. Happy Monday to you. This is the Daily Morning Update from BQ Prime and I'm Alex Matthew. Today is the 10th of July. For all our listeners up north, including in the National Capital Region, it's set to be a rainy start to the week. Heavy downpour warnings have been issued for certain areas of Jammu and Kashmir as well as Ladakh and Himachal Pradesh. Meanwhile, Delhi has recorded its highest rainfall in a single day in July since 1982 and authorities have cautioned over rising water levels of the Yamuna River. Schools have been shut for the day, so do take care and venture out only if it is safe to do so. Now, for those of you that are watching the equity market very closely, you'll know that we snapped an eight-day gaining streak on Friday. But interestingly, foreign institutional investors remained net buyers of equity. They bought about 790.4 crore worth of shares on a net basis. These investors have been big contributors to the recent rise of the Indian equity market. They've pumped in nearly 22,000 crore rupees into the equity market so far in July. And that's more than a fifth of what they've bought so far this year. That's based on data from the National Securities Depository Limited or NSDL. Now, speaking of NSDL, you'll probably know that it is India's first electronic securities depository. Uh, Now, it has filed a draft red herring prospectus for its initial public offering with the Securities and Exchange Board of India. The IPO only consists of an offer for sale from key investors. They're offering 5.7 crore shares with a face value of 2 rupees per share. The major shareholders include IDBI Bank as well as the National Stock Exchange, Union Bank of India, SBI and HDFC Bank. You'll find more details about the prospectus on the website pqprime.com. In other corporate news, Reliance Industries has set the record date for the demerger of its financial services arm that will be renamed and listed as Geo Financial Services. Reliance Strategic Investments will issue and allot one fully paid-up equity share of face value 10 for every fully paid-up equity share of the new company on the record date. And that's according to an exchange filing that was sent out on Saturday. The effective date for the scheme is set as the 1st of July, with the record date as the 20th of July. The big story in the auto space over the past couple of weeks has been about the premium end of the motorcycle market in India, with Bajaj Auto as well as Hero Motor Corp tying up with major global brands Triumph and Harley-Davidson to challenge the so far undisputed leader Royal Enfield, which as you know is marketed by Aisha Motors. According to the latest development, Bajaj Auto has decided to ramp up production of the Triumph Speed 400 and Scrambler 400X to cater to what it called an overwhelming response. Bookings for the new motorcycles, which were unveiled in London on the 27th of June, have crossed the 10,000 mark. Now, in international news, Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen's visit to China is aimed at helping to build a resilient and productive channel of communication between the two countries. She said this on Sunday in Beijing. Frictions between Washington and Beijing, as you know, have been 
quite fraught recently. They've devolved into a tit-for-tat trade war, with both sides restricting exports critical to advanced technologies. During 10 hours of meetings, Yellen sought to convince China's newly installed economic team that the U.S. isn't bent on seeking economic advantage against the country. That's a Bloomberg report. Now, in international markets, it's a mixed start to trade in the Asia-Pacific region this week. The Nikkei 225 in Japan was trading flat last I checked, while the other two early risers were trading higher. The gift nifty is indicating that it could be a positive start to the trading week for us here in India. But we've got Neeraj joining in to tell you what to pay attention to. Morning, Neeraj. What's the focus according to you this Monday? Good morning, Alex. Uh, many thanks for the toss. And uh, it's, um, well, it's an interesting morning um, in that uh, Asian markets have started off well, but it's also the start of the earnings season. And considering that three IT majors come out midweek with IT results, uh, it'll be interesting to see if traders indeed have the gumption to carry forward large uh, trading longs into this week. But let's wait and watch. Uh, markets are looking very at the higher levels uh, and with quant indicators pointing to downsides, that's to be kept in mind as well. The good part is that FI flows continue. This month, there uh, are at least until the 8th of this month. FI flows including bulk deals are about 21,943 crores as per MK, which is, well, which is a key comfort for the bulls because this will actually be higher than what they did in May or June, which were also fairly strong months. But I do believe that this tech results will be something to watch out for. And a lot of theme-specific winners coming out, right? Last week, uh, out of nowhere, smart metering place came into focus. Everything from a genus power to HPL power, uh, Shivalik bimetal, permanent magnets um, got some gains. So, could be interesting. This week, of course, um, 11 July is which we'll see small companies like Elicon Engineering and Plasti Blends come out with numbers. But 12th is the big big one. There is TCS, there is HCL Tech, both post market hours, and 13 morning we'll see a reaction. And 13 sees Federal Bank, Angel One, Tata Metallics, and then we pro later on in the day. So it's an interesting set of uh, numbers that we'll see the whole of this week. Um, stocks that we have to watch out for, well, Reliance will be in focus uh, by virtue of the fact that everybody believes it's starting the process of the IPOing of one of the subsidiaries, Geofinancial Services, but also um, the equity share capital held by shareholders in Reliance Retail the consideration is being paid at 1362 per share, which is way lower than what was happening in the private markets. So there's a sharp haircut as well. Let's see how the market takes this. Sula Vineyards, uh, the company-owned brand sales went up 24%, which was strong. Wine tourism business grew another 11%, which is not bad. Um, may react slightly positively. Let's wait and watch. Nike may react negatively. Not a good set of numbers. Uh, consolidated Q1 revenue growth they've said could be in mid-20s. It was 34% in quarter four and 36% in average for FI23. And I think the blame is on fashion vertical. There, the NSV grew in low to mid-teens while it was uh, 30% for FI23. And that is where I liken the pressure is. So, Nike has seen some downgrades as well uh, from, I think, Macquarie and underperform. So, do watch out for Nike. Tata Motors, the numbers looked okay. Brokerages are mixed. Uh, difficult to figure uh, how the reaction might be. 
there could be a positive reaction on NS CDS7 BSC because of the NSDL IPO impact. And ITC, in the statement that is released, they have remained non-committal, I think. They've just said uh, on, the, on the hotel demerger, they have said that they're committed to focus on sweating existing assets, create additional revenue streams, and pursuing alternate structures to enhance growth and value. Well, this makes it very interesting. Also, what is interesting is for Bajaj Auto, they say that they will ramp up the production of Tram 400s due to overwhelming response. And Hido Moto, wherein Harley Davidson has said that they are looking at India for global production, which may bring Hido back in focus. So let's wait and watch. Lastly, before we wrap up, a couple of downgrades. Um, so Morgan Stanley is downgraded Titan to equal weight after the very sharp run-up. And they make a pertinent point about how Q2 will have uh, a thick mass and an inauspicious buying period for jewellery. And third quarter will have a lower share of weddings because of Pitrupaksha commencing on September 29th and ending on October 14th. So watch out for this stock and watch out for United Spirits. After the Karnataka Assembly doing the state excise increase, Macquarie is an underperform. They say it could have the tax hike could have a 14-15% hike in end-level consumer prices, uh, which may uh, impact final pricing and therefore maybe the sales as well. So these are a few names to watch out for. With this, it's back to you. Thanks, Neeraj. And as always, thank you all for listening in. This is Alex Matthews signing off. Have a great day. 